Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, Paddy got in touch with us here, lunchtime live at newstalk.com is the email address. Paddy, you got in contact about um, hospital waiting lists. What's your situation? Hi, Andrew. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Um, so, my issue was um, so I've been on a hospital waiting list now for what I thought was four and a half years. But the other a couple of days ago, I got a call from Uni- University Hospital Waterford um, by an admin person, obviously, just to make sure that I wanted to remain on the list Um, and they were reaching out to all of the people on their list to make sure that they wanted to stay on the list because some people may have gone private, some people may be deceased, some people may not need the treatment anymore. Um, Now, I was was shocked because I had already filled in a form two months ago to say that I wanted this treatment and I'm not sure why um, they need to continuously contact me to stay on a list. But it turns out that 18 months ago, I was actually removed from the list. So I thought I was on the list four and a half years, mm. 18 months ago. They took me off the list because they said that I didn't respond to a phone call and a letter had been sent out to notify me that I had been removed from the list. Now, I had no indication of this and my GP had no indication of this until he, he sent a follow-up letter to try and expedite my treatment at which point he was told that I was removed from the list because I didn't get back in touch with them or they couldn't contact me. And I was then placed, based on his follow-up communication, at the bottom of the list again. So rather than being four and a half years on the waiting list, I'm now 18 months on the waiting list and my expected first appointment is about eight or nine months' time. and that's incredibly frustrating when mm. you're um, when you've got chronic arthritis in both your hips and your knee, and your life has become you know very um, um, limited, um, especially after COVID. Um, and I I asked the guy who was calling me, what's what's your process? You know, how do you determine whether somebody comes off the list? And he says, I call them twice. They'll get a letter. If they don't get back to us within a week, they're taken off the list. And and this really bugged me because we're very busy people. Sometimes we can't answer calls. Sometimes mail gets lost. But um, I heard, I was it last week or the week before on, on the Pat Kenny show, you know, health care officials and politicians boasting and bragging about the efficiencies of, of waiting lists and how, you know, waiting lists were down 30% on last year. And I'm uh, and my thought process immediately turns to, okay, well, is that because of efficiencies in the system or are they just taking people off the list because they can't get a hold of them? And like you thought you were on this list for four and a half years? Four and a half years. Now, now I'm 38 years old. I've been on the list for four and a half years. Now, listen, there's a reason why I got let my body get to a particular point. I, I'm a recovering alcoholic. I've been sober for four and a half years. And, you know, at 10 to 12 years of doing damage, you know, has resulted and negligence has resulted in me being in this position. But, you know, when you get sober and you get your life back on track, you mm. think, you know, your life is going to get better. Um, and, you know, this is not as bad as my time in active addiction, but it's certainly, you know, given it as a run for its money. And You know, people contact me all the time because I do a lot of social media and 
people in America and they try to compare the Irish healthcare system and the US healthcare system. And I simply can't respond. I pass them on to somebody from the UK or Scandinavian countries because if I was to explain to them my experience with our healthcare system, they would they would be, you know, shocked and ashamed. And the problem is, Andrea, it's like I'm I should be in my prime. I should be in my prime, but unfortunately, because of an admin issue, um, there's been that's a massive two and a half years wasted. It's another year before I'll get the first appointment. And based on what I've seen, it's a year after your first appointment that anything will get done. So I'm looking at another two years minimum before somebody helps me with my chronic pain, before somebody helps me get my life back on track. I'll be 40. Um, and that, that might seem, OK, it's two years, grants, at least something is happening. But this will be 10 years then almost of my life in my 30s. I can't, I can't get married. I can't have kids. I can't do any of these things because I'm I'm currently housebound. I walk on crutches. I use tools just to put on my socks. Um, I can't sit in a car. I can't go to the cinema. I can't even go to a funeral or a wedding because I can't sit for long periods because the pain is too much. Now, we try. We've tried to contact um, the, um, the hospital multiple times, the yeah. consultants, um, Dr. McKenna, um, to say, hey, look, things have gotten really bad here. And in fact... Um, about nine months ago, I had a really bad fall and I had to go to the A&E in Kilkenny. They took some x-rays. The doctor on call there said, how are you even functioning with this type of um, deterioration in your hips and your knee? And I said, I don't know. I, like, I'm, I'm on a waiting list. And I said, can you send a letter? Can you expedite this? He said, if you had broken your hip, yes. But you didn't break your hip, so you'll just have to wait. Um, and if my doctor hadn't have followed up with that letter 18 months ago, I'd still not be on a list and be none the wiser. I would not have any clue that I wasn't oh, on a list done it. And then I'd have to start again. And the question is, Andrea, if that's happening to me, how many more people are out there who have been removed from a waiting list and have no idea that they've been removed from a waiting And presumably that, you know, your spot on the list then obviously went to somebody else and now you're back only 18 months into the list. As you say, you have another, what, maybe eight or nine months to go before you actually get an opportunity to see somebody. You'd imagine there must be cancellations though as well, Paddy, from time to time. There are some cancellations, absolutely. But it, you, you know, with COVID, obviously, things did close, shut down. And even, look, even if I was to go private, you know, it's a year before you'd even get any kind of surgery. But... On the note of cancellations, some people do get a cancellation spot, but it just goes to the next person on the list rather than, you know, the person who lives closest to the hospital. But there is now a culture, Andrew, whereby there are third party companies contacting doctor surgery to offer people opportunities to go to Spain or Malta or Lithuania to get these procedures done. And I was contacted myself. Um, I was asked then to go and take a loan out in a credit union um, of €20,000 um, and that once everybody was paid for my initial first surgery, which would be my knee, that the HSC should, and was not guaranteed, should give me a refund of my expenditure because I'm on a waiting list. Um, and this was and, a call that you got? And this was a call that I got right. um, from people called doctor surgeries around the country. I, I, and I was concerned about that. I talked to my doctor. I said, how 
How's my information How does this work? Out? Yeah. And he said, look, I just know that your situation is desperate. I passed on the information knowing that some pe- sometimes people need to take desperate measures. Now, Andrea, I've told you I'm a recovering addict. My credit history <laughs> is, is non-existent. And, you know, I'm, I'm finishing off college this year. I'm finishing off a master's in psychology. Um, so I'm on a back to education allowance. I get about 8,800 euros a year and 5,500 of that goes on rent. Um, so how can I afford 20,000 for one knee? And the hips are more, 25 grand each. So that's, that's uh, 70,000. The pain, Paddy, the chronic pain that you mentioned that you're in, like, I know from talking to people on the programme here, you know, over the last year or two, like, the, it, it's hugely detrimental, um, the impact of living day in, day out in chronic pain. And, like, the fact that you've, what, another eight or nine months at a minimum before somebody, you know, even sits down to have a chat with you. Like, how do you manage that day to day? You know, you know, it's it's not easy. Um it's very isolating because you can't get out and see people. You can't do things. And even college was online, so at least I could do that. Um, I've, I'm, I'm in recovery, so there are people in, you know, A supports and alcoholic supports that I can reach out to. But it's been very, you know, my isolation period, you know, for COVID started two years prior to that because my movement is just not um, what it should be very isolating my head drops from time to time um i'm shocked that i haven't relapsed in some way shape or form and then you mentioned pain because i'm in recovery um, i can't take some of the painkillers that other people might be able to take because they just don't want the chance of becoming um addicted you know so even something like codeine i can't go near mm. because um, it's so um, addictive okay. so it can't go near opiates or anything like that so some anti-inflammatories and whatnot. but from the moment I wake up in the morning and it might take me half an hour just to roll out of bed because I have to get out of bed in a particular way um, I need aids and tools just to use the bathroom I have a pulley on thing for to put on my socks and no matter how loud I cry and scream and, and ask people just to help um, Nothing's happening, um, and I just—I suppose I was frustrated when I contacted the the show to yeah. say, "Hey, this is happening." I, I just know. wanted to make you aware. It's another two years of my life, um, and you know I have a big family who you know they're having kids and they're getting married, and I'm just—I wasted twelve years of my life in in addiction. I got sober. And I'm watching the last five years just drift by um, not being able to live up to my potential, even though I'm trying, you know. Paddy, it's it's I, I don't I don't know what to say to you to be honest. Um it's it's very it's you can obviously hear the look the, the toll naturally that it's taken on you and I'm sure the family members around you as well. Like we've con- we'll contact the HSE, we have contacts or, or sorry, I should say the hospital um since he got in touch with us and I know they say that they, they can't comment basically on, on individual cases but like I, I don't know is it worth getting onto the HSE or you know maybe we can reach out to them or some surely some politician must be listening today and li- listening to you and, and your plea here in the programme like it, it is desperate that after four and a half years 
you know, when you're you're off the list, you didn't know you're off the list, and you have to contact a, a you know, a, a radio show to get somebody to to try and you know to try and listen, like. And and those are things that I'm that I've tried to do, Andrea. But but just think about what you just said. You see, we're creating a system whereby I have to engage in some form of parish pump politics, or contact a local politician to interject to skip the queue in order to get treatment when the system should be efficient mm. enough. It takes oh, on twenty five billion every year to to pay for the thing. Um, I shouldn't have to. And other people who are who were maybe in their 70s or kids who were waiting for, um, you know, to be diagnosed for autism or need need treatment like that, are they on the list? I would encourage anybody who's on a waiting list to contact whichever consultants they're, they're um, involved with just to double check that they are in fact yeah. on, on that waiting list because beyond unbeknownst to them, they could have missed a, t- a phone call but sure, that's the point. Know. Like you're not, you know, you haven't just, you know, got up this morning and and you're in pain and you're trying to skip a list. Like you were on a list. You've been on it for four and a half years. So you didn't even, you know what I mean? Like it was only when you found out you were off it that then you had to go back on it. Like you had a spot on this list. I've been told repeatedly that there's nothing they can do. The internal procedures are, if they can't get a hold of someone, the procedure is, you're removed from the list because you haven't responded, corresponded to them. You can then suddenly be expedited ahead of everybody else because on their system, you're you're only rejoining the bottom of the list. They can't expedite it. That's what I've been told. Now, if somebody else can get in touch with me, mm, and that's tell what me I'm thinking. Yeah, if somebody has more information, you know, just even about how this how this works. I mean, it does seem incredible, and I, I'm sure there's many more, Paddy, probably who've experienced or know of people who've gone through the same situation. Unfortunately, that you have. Um, Oh, Paddy, listen, th- thank you for, for just even, I don't know, does it help at all in any way? Maybe just chatting about it or talking about I, it today. I hope somebody can have some advice for you, know, you anyway, at just, least. Just, just, you know, just being listened to is, is, uh, is more than I've had lately. So I really appreciate that, Andrea. Yeah, and I appreciate no the team for getting back in touch with me. I'm sorry that we, I, you know, we can't, don't have a solution for you or can't, can't do something for you, Paddy. But look, maybe if there's somebody listening to us today that has some advice you might please get in touch with us 1800 453 106 there is Paddy a message in from a listener who's got in touch actually um, on Twitter to say Paddy you haven't wasted the past five years you're you're sober you're educating yourself you're in college huge events and something to be massively proud of fingers crossed you'll get the medical help and assistance that you need as soon as possible and, and that person on Twitter couldn't have put it any better Paddy listen mind yourself and I do hope you get sorted and seen to uh, fairly, fairly quickly as well. Thank you for joining us, Paddy, on the program. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.